Episode 52, Stop Snacking with the Gratitude Jar. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the busy moms who've tried it all. If you're tired of endless dieting, a tired mom, and ready to learn what works, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this lesson started. Hello there, mamas. I found the most amazing tool to help me stop my late night snacking. And it is way different than you think. (laughs) So in honor of Thanksgiving week, I just think it's such a great time to be thankful and show our gratitude. It's a time when we're all pretty reflective on that. And I thought what better time to share with you the tool that has also helped me learn to see space for gratitude in my life and stop snacking at the same time. It's genius, ladies. It's a win-win. So for you ladies, especially you late night snacking ladies, but for any of you who struggle with snacking and you're like, what the heck does gratitude have to do with it? I want to give you a little background because it, to me, meant everything in terms of helping me quit my snacking. I've shared with you all before that after weight loss surgery, snacking has been a huge issue for me. I believe that snacking and sugar were probably the biggest reasons I started regaining weight after the surgery because there's a lot of thoughts about it. Like, I don't eat that much at a meal was my thought. So I should snack all day long. I can. All sorts of wrong think-feel-eat cycles, for those of you who have been following in the podcast, occurred around snacking after my surgery. But it happens for all of us. There's literally just a whole industry out there pushing snacks that are highly addictive foods, highly processed, high calorie foods that aren't very filling. And we aren't going to them for physical hunger. We're going to them for emotional hunger. So they are perfectly aligned to fit that need for a dopamine hit. Everything is aligned with snacking being a problem for American moms today. I think the biggest problem, the biggest reason why we haven't been able to beat this snacking problem for weight loss is because we don't actually understand the real problem behind it. Many diets out there will tell you to switch a healthier food for an unhealthy food as your snack. Others will tell you just work it in. I can't tell you how many ladies have told me I just ate Twinkies on my diet because it was allowed. I just had to fix for it. The problem is, You are using food to fill emotional hunger in those moments. You're using something that fixes physical hunger to fulfill emotional hunger, and it will never fix it. So what does this have to do with gratitude? Well, I want to give you my specific example and how I determined that the gratitude jar was actually the key to me stopping snacking. Here's why. I recognized, and for those of you who are late night snackers, I'm sure this is part of your story. For those of you who snack in the afternoon, after the kids get out of school, or after if you're a teacher after school, this is part of your story. And probably even midday, if you're a snacker, this is part of your story. And here's how it showed up for me. I struggled with late night snacking. That was my given time. Because I learned to recognize my think, feel, eat cycles, I was able to determine the key problem behind it. The problem behind it was that I was frustrated. 
by the end of the day, I was tired. And after dinner, whenever anything was coming up that increased my frustration, I would want to go to the cabinet and eat a food to fix it. The driving problem was the feeling of tiredness and frustration. Those feelings were driving me to eat snacks when I didn't need them and or really want them, right? I would eat them pretty mindlessly and go back for more and be like, well, that didn't fix it. I must need more. It never fixed it. It gave a little taste. It gave a temporary distraction, but the things that were frustrating me were still there. The reasons why I was tired were still there. The food never fixed that. So I just kept going back to it from a place of eating the feelings of frustration and fatigue, tiredness, restlessness, at the list of things I needed to do, frustration, at my toddler who was also tired and wouldn't get out of the bath or wouldn't get into the bath, frustration at my husband that he didn't finish the dishes. I coach at night, so a lot of times I'd come out and all of that was still on my plate. And I was frustrated and tired and I was snacking because of those feelings. So if you are a person who snacks and snacking is an issue for you, I want you to ask yourself, when am I snacking? When is my struggle time? And what are the feelings that I'm feeling that I'm turning to food to try to fix? And here's the key to the tool to fix it. Here's where the gratitude jar snuck in as a unsuspecting solution to my snacking. I asked myself, and I want you to ask yourself right now, what are the feelings I'm turning to food to fix in those moments when I'm choosing to snack? If you're like me and it's mainly frustration and fatigue, I want you to ask yourself, what's the opposite feeling? What is the exact opposite feeling? For me, frustration, the opposite feeling of that is gratitude. If your feeling is anxiety, the opposite feeling of that is calm. If your feeling is unfulfillment, the opposite feeling of that is fulfillment. When you recognize the feelings that are leading you to eat snacks, you can change them. And for me in that moment, it literally came down to, I don't want to be frustrated at the end of the day with my family anymore. I want to be grateful for them. I want to be grateful for this life that I have. I saw a cute sign, I think it was at at home a few months ago, that said, remember your problems of today are things you wished for long ago. And I have to tell you, my baby, my four-year-old, I wanted her for a really long time. I sat in church a few weeks ago and cried because I looked over at her and I remembered the year that I went to church and I had had a miscarriage and I just wanted a baby and every baby I saw, I just cried. I wanted it so bad. And I remember going with her when she was little and holding her in my arms and being so excited to dress her up. And now I look over and she's four and she's trying to bring her tablet in. And I'm frustrated and I'm frustrated that she's strong-minded at the end of the day, even though I asked, literally prayed for years for a child that was strong-minded, a little girl with curly hair and blue eyes and spunk was the word I used. And I got her. And now 
I spend a lot of time frustrated at the end of the day because of what I created. And then I get mad at myself on the back end. So instead, when we can stop and say to ourselves, frustration is a feeling I'm choosing to snack from. Instead, in those moments, I want to practice gratitude. That's it for me. You determine what feeling it is for you and you can name that jar, whatever that feeling is, mama. I actually did this as a takeoff of the urge jar that the life coach school, the school I trained at, uses to process cravings. But for me, I noticed that there was just one underlying feeling that was driving me there all the time. Mid-afternoon, it's restlessness. Later in the day, it's tiredness and frustration. And I thought, what better than to just name the feeling I want to create? And here's how I do it. I have my cute little gratitude jar, and it actually says gratitude on it. And instead, when I want to snack at the end of the day, because I'm frustrated that the toddler is still not in bed, I walk over, I grab a pretty little pebble that I have set in another room, by the way. I have it in the dining room. The gratitude jar is in the kitchen. I walk into the dining room. I grab a pebble and I say, I am grateful for blank. I am grateful that my child is here and healthy. And I put the stone in the jar. And in that moment, the mood shifts to gratitude. I may have to go back again in five minutes because <laughs> I'm back in frustration. I feel like I'm lucky because I lived as a single mom for a long time and I did everything on my own. And yes, it was 50-50 then too. I didn't have to compromise. I didn't have to do all those things, but I like this 50-50 better. So when my husband hasn't done the dishes like I want or He's done them and I come out and the countertops are still dirty. That's another one. Like, does he not notice? Does he think someone's just going to come and do it? That someone is me. Or maybe I think, why didn't anybody else think to pick up the house? I picked it up mid-afternoon. Why could nobody else help? Automatically in frustration, leading me to want a snack. Shift it into gratitude. Walk into the other room. Grab a pebble. I am thankful for my home. I am thankful to have a family to share a home with. I am thankful for this life that I've chosen. And in that moment, I'm already shifted to gratitude. I don't need the food to pick me up. I've learned how to process and fix my own feelings by literally changing my thoughts in those moments about it. At this time of year, like Thanksgiving, I think it's easier to look for the things we're grateful for anyway. If you're looking for a space to introduce this into your life, snacking is a great spot. Cravings are a great spot. If you want to schedule it every morning, just to be grateful for the life that you've been given and spend more time in that feeling, do it. Every morning, put a pebble in the gratitude jar. At the end of the day, put a pebble in the gratitude jar. You will see all the amazing things that there are to be grateful for in your life. It won't make you happy 100% of the time. That is not the human experience. But the more time that we can spend in the feeling of gratitude for the things that we already have, simple or complex, the more that becomes the experience of our lives, the more we experience life from a place of gratitude, thankfulness, and fulfillment, the less we need food to step in to fulfill that purpose. It's just cheap, easy, accessible in there, ladies. It'll step in easily to fulfill that purpose, but it won't fulfill you. You won't be grateful that you ate the cookies. You will be grateful that you shifted out of the frustration at your life into the gratitude for your life. So yes, this Thanksgiving week, I am grateful for my family. I'm so grateful for this life. 
I'm grateful for this podcast. I made a very intentional decision to make this podcast educational, inspiring, but also extremely authentic. And I shared with my mamas a few weeks ago that some of the things that I've shared on here, I never dreamed I would. But every time I had to make that decision, it came from a place of growth and from a place of authenticity. And I will share with you that the thing about this podcast that I'm the most grateful for is that it gave me the space to open up to truly releasing shame. Like I said, I feel lighter than I have in my whole life because there's nothing that in my mind I'm holding back and experiencing shame about. And letting go of shame is one of the things I'm the most grateful for. The places of shame, the places of anxiety, the places of frustration, the places that are just wearing you out can be shifted. That is the life coaching difference. It is the gift that life coaching gave me. And I want to close with that because I just want to share with you all that I'm grateful for you all for listening to this podcast. I would do it if no one was listening, but it's way more fun to have other people listen. So I want you to consider sharing this with somebody who needs to hear it this week. I am grateful for my listeners. And the more that we can spread this message, the more we can help other mamas experience this version of life. A life where you really can be grateful. You don't just have to pick Thanksgiving week to make a quick list of things and then forget about it the rest of the year. Create that gratitude jar. Take it with you. Make it a place in your life. You'll lose weight. That's the nice part. But you'll also see how wonderful and fulfilled your life already is. And remove all of those negative emotions that stand in the way of you pushing it a little bit further to get those dream goals and create a reality. Let's do it, mamas. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful for life coaching. I'm grateful to God for helping me find this path and helping to realize that weight loss is just a small part of the big picture. It's very actionable. It'll change your life, but there's such a bigger picture to the importance of it. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving week. I hope you fill your time with family and friends and fun activities. If you haven't listened to last week's podcast episode on how to not gain weight at Thanksgiving, take a listen to that next. Grab a gratitude jar. I think I got mine at Hobby Lobby. Or whatever emotion it is that you want to explore creating more of in your life. Have a great week, ladies. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.